Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. In the next 60 minutes here on Newsnight, Baumia and Alan campaign teams lock horns over modalities for the conduct of the Super Delegates Congress, with a VIPs camp suggesting holding the conference in a centralized location lacks merit. It's even more than 5,000. We converged at one place. I mean, to ensure uh, a free, firm and fair election, I think that is the way to go. So, I don't the relevance of, uh, of that kind of call. We'll bring you details as a party's second highest decision-making body. The National Council is now expected to make a determination on a proposal this Thursday. 
20th of this month. And at that particular meeting, a determination will be made on where and how the presidential election for the special delegates conference will be conducted. Also tonight, High Court begins full implementation of this day-to-day hearing of James Dachikwesing's case as it dismisses latest request to put trial on hold. The state's first witness is in the box. But already, the MP's lawyers have a reason to be excited. It can be described as Black Tuesday for the prosecution's witness. The prosecution's witness was in sixes and sevens. We have the full details for you also tonight. One million cities of University of Ghana funds invested in NDK financial services locked up. Have we been able to recover the, this balance from the NDK financial services? As a university, we have learned from our previous acts. We have Will you answer my question first? We haven't recovered the amount by okay. going through the process. And in business, speakers that joy businesses pre-budget forum push for scrapping for some taxes in the 2023 budget as Finance Minister Ken Ofriata gets ready to present the media budget review next Tuesday. And in sports, dominant black queens make light work of Guinea to advance to the next stage of qualifiers for the 2024 Olympic Games. We'll bring you reactions from the Craft Sports Stadium. Plus your views and comments here on Newsnight, 055-1111-997. My name is Evans Mensah. And we start from the camp of the new patriotic party. The two dominant camps in their presidential primaries are mounting a strong disagreement over whether the superdelegates conference uh, should be held at a centralized location or at the regional level. The party is expected to hold the Congress to limit the 10 presidential aspirants to five in accordance with the dictates of its constitution ahead of the November National Delegates Congress to elect a presidential candidate. But the Alan uh, campaign team they are opposed to the decentralized process proposed by the party now former member of parliament for Mensha north calling so Mankwa tells john news they have petitioned the leadership of the governing new patriotic party to hold the august 26th special delegates congress in a special in a centralized location in the interest of transparency and the proponents of those saying that uh, we should centralize it at the national level I must say that I'm a strong advocate for such proposal. It ensures more transparency, accountability, and security. So meaning you want all the, the, the delegates, those who qualify to participate in this special congress, you want all them to congregate at one spot yes. for the election? Yes. Yes. Uh, in that um, the number is not overwhelming. Um, you have uh, less than 1,000 delegates uh, converging in one place. Even at the National Delegates Conference, which the number is even more than 5,000, we converged at one place. I mean, to ensure uh, a free, firm and fair election, I think that is the way to go. Have you formalized this proposal? Have you 
have you have you brought this to the attention of the national executive for consideration grave concern to to absolute majority of the party people uh, conduct your own uh, survey you will know that uh, the, the it is very popular proposal uh, at the base of the party and uh, 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 we feel that if the leadership would listen i mean to go a long way to shape and prepare the party for 2024 general elections Let's bring the camp of the vice president into the conversation now. I want to bring in the economic advisor to the vice president uh, uh, is uh, Kabiru Mahama and also one of the campaign spokespersons. Mr. Mama, thanks for your time here on Newsnight. Thank you very much, Ivan, for having me. A centralized process to, to whittle down the number to 10. I know you disagree with this. Why? So good evening to you and to, good evening to, my, uh, to your cherished listeners. First and foremost, the party constitution clearly provides for this process. Secondly, this is not the first time the party is going through such a process. You recall in uh, uh, August, that was actually on the 30th of August 2014, the party held the same special delegates or super delegates conference to select a leader. The party followed a process. That process was carried out without any problem. So it surprises that, yes, on a few weeks, five weeks to the polls or to the special delegates, where people will be proposing a major change. A change of this caliber is so major, it requires a preparation that the national executive will have to prepare ahead of time in order to implement such. Again, taking such a move is like taking two steps backwards and taking three steps backwards, I mean forwards and taking three steps backwards. Because we should be looking forward to a process where as much as possible we will decentralize voting not even for the MPP election, but even at the national level. So when you took a decision to decentralize this process, now in another election, you want to go back three steps backwards from the two steps you took forward. That is going back. I mean, that is not devolving. That is not devolving power, I mean, to the people. So put this together, I don't think, and the team doesn't, uh, the Baumia team do not think that it is a good approach and it is very much in line with the uh, constant practices that the party have adopted since 2014. Nonetheless, I mean, uh, it's a proposal being made, and uh, I'm sure national executives will have opportunity to deliberate on this issue, and they will come to a firm conclusion that the time-tested practices of the party of having to decentralize the processes should be upheld, and we very much align with that particular view. I want to bring in now uh, Colin Suso Mankwa, who is a member of parliament for Mention North, who uh, made this point to us earlier. Uh, Mr. Mankwa, this is in your constitution. Um, why this 11th hour uh, attempting now to change something that is so settled? Uh, to change what, Ivan? Uh, I mean, this proposal uh, to have this uh, move moved it into a centralized location, is it having it across the country? It's not even in our constitution. It's not even in our constitution that uh, such elections must be. Uh, decentralized or centralized and for anybody to say that um, because it was done in 2014 and therefore hello yes Ivan. i can hear you and i lost you briefly yes Ivan, i was saying that um it's not even in our constitution it's not in npp's constitution to decentralize uh, such uh, a conference. Uh, what we are saying is the fact that 
uh, as a political party, uh, one of our cardinal objectives is to consolidate power once we find ourselves in government. And as we speak, we are the ruling party. And we need to do things that would energize the base and also to check our conduct. This is a very popular proposal. I'm sure when you conduct your own investigation, you would know that majority of the party members support that. Why are we going to spend millions of cities by decentralizing this very exercise at uh, 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 all the uh, 16 administrative uh, regions in Ghana? Engaging electoral commission at each region, uh, uh, engaging security uh, 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 operatives in all the, the regional capitals, Meanwhile, the number is not overwhelming. Less than 1,000 delegates. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, there's a good reason why this was done by your party. Because of your own history, as we've seen. And that's why the convention has been enshrined and had been had been done before. Because, one, we know in this country, vote buying is an issue. Your party wanted to deal with that. Their party also wanted to give more people an opportunity to vote uh, and also improve the transparency. You've argued that doing it in a centralized place will actually improve transparency. Yeah, how so? Yes, yes. Um, in that, um, remember, remember in 2014, I was a delegate. In fact, uh, we did it at the regional levels. But after the uh, exercise, what happened? So many concerns were raised, and in the sense that people even were in doubt as to whether uh, certain regional ones were were were, were done. I mean, on fairly uh, uh, grounds. What we are saying is, let's uh, centralize it so that we'll be able to have, I mean, a, a, a fair view of the whole process to ensure accountability and security for all as, as, as a part. And uh, you won't get that if you hold a decentralized election? What we are proposing is uh, highly cost-effective if you do your cost-benefit analysis. Evans, so, so you're, so you're, choo you're choosing cost. You're choosing cost over uh, a decentralized process that ensures that most people get to vote, but also are not camped in a way that then induces individuals because, because and, and, and votes are bought. And 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 it minimizes the issue of the coercion and uh, uh, machination, intimidatory tactics. So, so I mean, we we want to ensure that our party become more stronger. But but if, if you choose that, if that's your option, but then you're okay with the primary itself being decentralized, why don't you have both then decentralized location? Because you've done it that too before. Can you, uh, going by this logic, can you converge over 200,000 delegates uh, at one place? I'm but, asking. But, 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 the, but the point is, no, the, this, the, this the real is reason, it is a real re the real reason behind a decentralized process is what also fed into the actual primary sources being decentralized. What we are saying is, even during National Delegates Conference, which the number is even more than 5,000, we hold it or we converge at one place to hold such a, a exercise. But to decentralize less than 1,000 delegates, for what reason? So, so j just for clarity, I mean, Alan Chaman, things come. You believe this is simply so a cost-effective approach. This has nothing to do with Alan Chaman or Dr. Bao. 
But but you are pushing this. This, this is a very a, 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 a popular proposal some of us are advocating for, including absolute a, a, a majority of the presidential hopefuls. And and I'm sure you heard uh, Honorable Boatier Jacob on this very issue. What, what's what's your fear though? What's your real fear apart from saying it's cost effective? What's what's your fear if this is done uh, at, a, at a national level? For our collective goals, I believe that uh, um, we need to do things that would ensure that uh, as liberal democrats, uh, uh, we 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 our democracy though is growing, we NPP believe in it, and as our motto the case development in freedom and we should do things that nobody uh, will be seen to be uh, manipulating the system i mean I, I, I struggle to see how you can manipulate a, a decentralized process isn't it more uh, susceptible to manipulation than when you hold it in one place listen, listen you have in some regions you have less than 30 delegates so you are deploying all the security everything including electoral commission to go and conduct election for 30 delegates. Have you factored this cost? Actually, so we, for good reason, that's why we are suggesting. Stay with me. Uh, Mr. Mahama, so you've heard the real reasons why this is something that they believe must go. He says, actually, it's not only the Alan Campbell uh, that is pushing this, other of the aspirants are also in support of this. They call this a popular view. And that apart from being saving costs, it also takes out uh, manipulation. Everyone, this is our first time of hearing that decentralization brings corruption or manipulation. Contrary to the popular, I mean, widely held view that decentralization actually promotes transparency in any case. So that is. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you got the money.
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The first hypothesis that I mean, I'm here for the first time. Secondly, we have to go to the numbers of even the cost. When you are transporting people see, from Garou to Accra, you need to pay their transportation. You need to pay for their accommodation. You need to pay for their revenue. You need to feed them. Okay, so you are talking about planning for 1,000 people, about 1,000 people with all these particular... And even in any case, bringing the 1,000 people more security at a particular venue. You cannot use uh, 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 the same number of security you have used at the local level. So we have to go into the numbers and target, but we should not even sacrifice efficiency, sacrifice participation, sacrifice devolution of power on the altar of course, even if the cost argument was much compelling. I mean, this is not something we cannot, we cannot sacrifice these health views, the fundamental and cardinal and underlying tenets of democracy on the, course of, on the altar of course. That is something that we have to look at. But look, The MPP, this is not the first time the MPP is practicing this. I did not hear, and I'm not sure you even heard in any case, Mr. Ivan, that in 2014, August 30th, 2014, when the process was held across the country, there was any complaint of manipulation. Okay, now, even if there's going to be manipulation, I would think that it is going to be at the central level. For instance, Coming to vote, looking at, say, Mr. Amangua, who is my brother, who is supporting Alan Chiamante, looking at face and going to vote at that level, I may feel intimidated. But at my level, at every level that I find myself, I will feel comfortable going and vote and come back. Coalition is going to be easy, simple, and the process will finish on time. Yeah, but what about every his co- what part about of his- the country will finish by meeting. What about his cost-saving argument? That's what I'm saying, that we have to even go to the numbers. I have given you the litany, the cost elements, cost items that we have to cater for when we are transporting people from their respective communities, villages, into a centralized point. If we are doing it in the north, people from Volta region, people from Ashanti region will have to go. If you are doing it in Ashanti region, people from the northern part will have to come. Someone has to pay for that cost. Yeah, is but it the national both, party that is, we are even saying that it's tough of resources. In both, that, cases, okay. in both cases, people will have to travel to the center, even if it's across the region, to, to and, go to the voting and center. And rightly so. And most of these people are even clustered around the center. For instance, look at the caliber of people who are coming to vote. District, I mean, uh, constituency chairman. One person from the constituency will have to travel to the region. The maximum cost, average cost a person will have to bear in our transportation is, say, 100 Ghana cities. But consider such a person moving from Garou to Greater Accra. Some of them you have to even purchase flight tickets because of the state of life of this or state of life of these people. Well, you argue that if the delegate is that committed to the party's cause, then they should finance their own trip to the center to vote. I mean, delegates cannot. And that has always been the argument because these are people you are bringing. The National Party is supposed to facilitate their movement to and through the very destination they are supposed to vote. 
So we are either, either exerting so much pressure on the national I mean, executive. The party is actually looking for resources to do a lot of things, and I don't think that the best use of the resources in this regard is to spend so much in the various transportation, in the various accommodation to satisfy the people, I mean, some of the aspirants as they are demanded. Because, look, he said absolute majority. I don't know the faces behind it. But this absolute majority, most of them, some of them, were very part of the old system. Mr. Nigerian was part of the old system. He never raised any objection to that effect. General Secretary then, who is now a candidate, didn't raise any issue with that position. He actually was the one implementing those, I mean, these processes. Okay, so you suddenly, and maybe, Mr. Ivan, let me even make this point clearly. Look, we have just less than six weeks to go to their post. And these two weeks, the arrangement that has been put in place, you want them to get this, you want them to get this in everything. Well, from what we understand, the party is uh, considering this, uh, and you've just been listening there to economic advice out of the vice president's office and one of the campaign spokespersons for the uh, vice president, uh, Kabiru Mahama. Earlier, you had a former member of parliament for Amensha North Collins, Amankwa. I want to bring in the deputy general secretary of the party quickly for clarity on, on this proposal. Uh, Haruna Mohammed uh, just joined us on the telephone line right now. Mr. Mohammed, so is the party considering this, and will the decision be taken and when? Um, good evening to your attorneys and uh, my colleagues on the other side of the conversation. Um, on the 20th of this month, that is uh, on Thursday, the National Council of the Party, which is the second highest meeting body of the party, will have a sitting. Uh, prior to that sitting, will be the National Executive of All these conversations are uh, issues that, that considering uh, that will be in the best interest of the party. And um, I have understand that there is one uh, written uh, uh, complaint to the party uh, in the form of suggestion and call that that has been submitted to the party headquarters when I filed it to check whether there is such a complaint and uh, all these issues from the uh, steering committee has had to read and uh, design that 20th of this month be a day for National Council meeting and this matters we look at. The MPP is the national party, and we welcome all views uh, that will better strengthen the democracy that we have uh, further enjoyed in this country, and that is what we welcome. Thank you very much, Dr. Haruna uh, Mohammed, uh, is the Deputy General Secretary of the MPP. And let's hit the campaign trail now because the two frontrunners, they have been campaigning across the country first to Alan Chamanting's camp. And he says he's the best candidate with a formula to develop the country. He's been speaking to delegates in Ho. I have the plan. I have the formula to make sure that we are rewarded for the work that we are doing for the party. It is not because I'm contesting to become a plan. I did this even when I'm the first thing that the grassroots people are asking me is to select a leader who has the experience and the competence to move Ghana forward. Even if I pay you and Ghana collapses, the economy of Ghana collapses, your salary will not be worth it. So you need a leader who has the vision and the track record to move Ghana forward. I think my record is there. 
Well, the Vice President, Dr. Mahmoud Bamiya himself has been touring the Ashanti region. He's been campaigning there and he's been speaking to delegates and warning them not to vote for anybody claiming to be richer than others in the upcoming presidential primary. As we go for the presidential primaries, we need someone who can reclaim power for us, not just anybody. We need a selfless leader to lead the party and not a rich man. Our track record, our experience, our ideas, innovative ideas, sad qualities, you know, now here in the president. And yes, they always seek out. And as a vice president, Dr. Mahmoud Bamiya, so live here on Newsnight, is on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, the High Court uh, today commenced the full implementation of the day-to-day hearing of the James Dachikwesin trial. Now, this was after it had dismissed a request by the legislator's legal team to put the trial on hold. The court then had the testimony of the state's first witness, Richard Tichi Mensa. And Mr. Mensa is the individual who filed the criminal complaint against James Jachikwesi. Now, legal correspondent, legal first correspondent, Joseph Akable, has the rest of the story and, and joins us uh, pretty shortly uh, with the very de- uh, latest on this uh, developing story. We also go to Parliament because any day the, uh, uh, the case had been called, the Parliament had been absolutely empty uh we'll get and to talk to our parliamentary correspondent in parliament today uh what happened uh, when the members of parliament again on the minority side went to support their colleague uh in court but you can listen to the director of legal for the ndc who've been speaking uh, to journalists uh, shortly after the uh, the court had the matter and, and pronounced on it uh, in effect dismissing uh, what the uh, what James Atchikwesing's lawyers had put forward, dismissing the latest request to put the trial on hold. Well, Abraham Maliba had this to say. Once we proceed to the Court of Appeal and the Supreme Court, whatever order that comes from those superior courts will do with what she's doing now. We'll undo it. So when it was dismissed, we then plunged into the trial itself. And you realize that today can be described as Black Tuesday for the prosecution's witness. The prosecution's witness was in sixes and sevens. In fact, he swore an oath that his statement was written in English. It turned out that when he was shown his own statement, he spoke in Chi and it was recorded. That goes to the credibility of the witness. That goes to his uh, mindset. So clearly, today, you notice that the prosecution's witness was not helpful to the prosecution at all. And even when he said that he had attached documents to his complaint to the police, one of the documents he said he attached was a statutory declaration of Yachi Kwesin. It turned out that there was no attachment of that sort. So clearly, the interpretation is that today, the prosecution's own witness statement 
has been thrown to the dustbin because he couldn't even indicate that that was his own statement. He spoke in English. It turned out that he rather spoke in Chi and it was transcribed into English. To come back to court tomorrow, you also have to be at the Court of Appeal. And what will be seeking to do specifically at the Court of Appeal tomorrow? The Court of Appeal has to do with a uh, stay of proceedings, the, this course uh, work, so that our appeal will be heard before we come back to her. So tomorrow is about the stay of proceedings, which if we are successful, will stay the proceedings here whilst the appeal. Uh, Joseph Akablay, a uh, court correspondent, joins us on the line with more in, in some context. Who is this witness? It's Richard Tichy Mensa. Uh, he is the individual who filed the petition at the police CID that gave rise to the investigations into the activities of uh, James Jachi Kwesin. He is a resident of the Asin North constituency and he has been following at this particular matter since it commenced from the constituency level ever. And I'm curious to know what the Attorney General's view is. We've heard the NDC's view. They believe that they, uh, the witness actually helped their case. What's the, what's the view of the AG? The AG holds the view that it went well, especially because they got their decision in their favor and they are simply continuing with their court processes. The court decided to rely on a binding district Supreme Court to hold that she's not supposed to stay proceedings until another court higher has been set on her to stay proceedings. So we are comfortable with the ruling of the court. And you are ready to progress with it already. Your witnesses continue with the testimony. Yes, tomorrow we are supposed to be back, and within one uh, council for the case is supposed to finish examining PW1. Well, today, uh, because this case was before the courts, Parliament was once again pretty empty as the minority side decided to abandon the House to support uh, James Dachikwesi. Uh We've been hearing from the Majority uh, Chief Whip, Frank Anodompre, who today asked the House to proceed, although they simply did not have enough men uh, to form a quorum. That wasn't raised, but he was absolutely determined to get the House to, to go ahead until this matter is raised by somebody on the floor. That didn't happen, and so they went on with the business. And he had this message for the NDC MPs. Our colleagues in the minority, and they have elected not to be present. It's that the parliament of this republic cannot wait for them. And hence, uh, as often been the practice, want to appeal to you that the answers to these questions be published, except for question 1405, which is, which stands in the name of General Vincent, the first speaker, to your name. And in Parliament today, we also got the very latest from the Agric Minister, uh, who came to the House to brief members of Parliament, albeit very few of them, on what they've done so far to deal with the crisis involving the food supplies who have been picketing uh, last week and have suspended it for a few days uh, because they've not been paid. We'll bring you details of that pretty shortly and some reactions from uh, the food supplies themselves. You're still live here on News Night. It's on Joy 99.7 FM. George Jaffe here with business. Hello, George. Hi, Evans. And coming up in business, speakers are Joy Business's pre-budget forum push for scrapping of some taxes in the 2023 budget as the finance minister Ken Ofriata gets ready to present the mid-year review budget next Tuesday. And the Monetary Policy Committee of Bank of Ghana begins meeting to review development in the economy with city stability IMF program and checking inflation dominating the discussions. The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Alliance Life and Ghana Bay.
continues to say. So the projections from the first quarter show a higher total gross profit for the fiscal year. A bit me a casa say Nana, who's not land you? He did a port ID. A bit me a says. Here are your items. Thank you for coming. A bit me a casa say Yes, two for ten city. Me no ten city. Two for ten city. However you do business. Wherever you do business. MTN Business has a solution for you. Join us on 14th July at the Kumasi Mall and 28th July at the Rollins Park in Accra Central to learn how to do more and stay ahead of the park. Visit mtn.com.gh slash business or call or WhatsApp 0244-308111 for inquiries. It's time to scale up this July with MTN. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osuakwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community One, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase K and USD campus. You see. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 764101 Flamingo Paint has superior properties than any other paint brand on the market? Listen, when you take one bucket of Flamingo Paint, it's equal to several buckets of any paint brand on the market. So, Flamingo has superior hiding properties, superior coverage, it means it covers, and superior durability. Flamingo Paint, superior hiding. Flamingo Paint, superior coverage. Flamingo Paint, superior durability. Flamingo Paint, simply superior. No matter your water needs, Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank. And now, you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana. And now introduces the customer specs order, which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years, which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project, or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank Maximum Guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank. A year strong, a year tough. This Wednesday on the Joy Business Fan. If you love cakes, there is a healthy alternative. Passion Cakes. The small business was started barely nine months ago by startup at Gipti Dankwa Redu. People are more conscious about what they eat and I decided to 
bring out something healthier. We'll be in Gifty's kitchen to see how her healthy cake recipes are baked, discuss her successes and challenges, and hear about plans for her startup. So I want to open a bakery shop and also make other varieties such as healthy wedding cakes and professional cakes. The Joy Business Van, this Wednesday, on TV, radio, online and on ground. Powered by Joy Business and supported by Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. And MTN, what are we doing today? You welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Review some of the taxes captured in the 2023 budget. That's the advice coming from some speakers at Joy Business's pre-budget forum today as Finance Minister Ken Ofriata gets ready to present the media review of estimates next Tuesday. Chief Executive of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Magbedua Bwaji, maintained that most firms are collapsing because of some of these tax policy measures. For the past three weeks, I've been visiting some of mm. our members within mm. the manufacturing Working sector, visit. and the situation is bad. Mm. You could see the devastating impact of whatever is going on on businesses. Some have cut down production, and one typical uh, firm that I visited has closed down totally because it's not able to pay electricity. And these are real things that if you go so on what, account, what has happened to their, their, their workers? They've been them. laid off. There's a cocoa uh, uh, processing uh, mm. company. Yeah. A huge plant sitting down, doing virtually nothing. Best men had gone into that plant and if you see the face of the businessman speaking on the same program general secretary of the general agricultural workers union edward carroway noted that government must take some drastic measures to deal with the dwindling fortunes of the agri sector there are now new and emerging, you know, enemies of agriculture mm. where the, the fundamentals of agriculture, that is land, is being destroyed completely. You know, Glamsey is doing a very huge devastation to agricultural uh, basis because one, agriculture is based on land, mm. agriculture is based on water, you know, all those things are being destroyed permanently, not even temporary. So even if you have resources and you want to go into agriculture, you may not even be able to get the type of land that you want. That is the General Secretary of the General Agricultural Workers Union, Edward Karawai, now President of the Association of Ghana Industries, who also spoke on the same program. That is Dr. Humphrey Yimdake noted that government must come up with policy measures that will look beyond the IMF program. The Ghana city will remain fairly stable against the U.S. dollar for the third quarter of this year. Now, that's the projection coming from Finance Out Semi Capital for the second quarter of this year's report released to its investors. There is more in this report. The projection by SEM Capital was influenced by the fact that inflows from the IMF and the World Bank are expected to come in in the last quarter of this year. 
the country could also receive some dollar inflows in the last quarter of this year. When Cocobot carries out its loan syndication program, all these developments should bring in some significant dollars in the last three months of 2023. The Finance House also believes that this will help in improving Bank of Ghana's international reserves, which will go a long way to impact on the local currency. Meanwhile, Sam Capital is projecting that economic growth is expected to slow in the last quarter of this year. This is based on the fact that inflation is expected to go up in the last quarter of this year, as well as tight monetary stance by the Bank of Ghana's reduction in government spending, which is expected to impact on private sector spending as well. The Finance House is also projecting that the Bank of Ghana is expected to hike its policy rate when it meets this week to review development in the economy. This will go down to impact on the cost of credit in the coming month. And that is a business dex report. Now, Deputy Director of Banking Supervision of the Bank of Ghana, Ismail Adam, says banks must engage in responsible lending because of its impact on the economy. The Deputy Director maintained that banks must consider the sustainability of the banking environment when advancing loans. He was speaking at the industry engagement on sustainable banking principles. The need for banks to engage in responsible lending and responsible lending here is in reference to managing your lending practices that you have the sustainability of the environment in mind the banks are aware that when they are engaging in lending practices they need to look at the impact on the environment of course we have five critical areas that the principal focuses on. So now the banks at least are aware that in our lending practices, we need to look at these five critical areas and make sure that our lending processes are responsible. Deputy Director of Banking Supervision at the Bank of Ghana, Ismail Adam. Now, the Monetary Policy Committee of the Bank of Ghana today began meeting to review developments in the economy instead of the July 19, 2023 announced earlier by the Central Bank. Details in this report. The Monetary Policy Committee of the Bank of Ghana should have met on Wednesday, July 19, 2023. That is tomorrow. However, Joy Business is learning that the meeting started today. It is not clear for now what influenced the change in date. But Joy Business is learning that the Monetary Policy Committee of the Central Bank will not change the Monday, July 24 date that is supposed to announce its decision about the outcome of the meeting as well as its decision on the policy rate. The Monetary Policy Committee at its last meeting in May kept the rate at 29.5%. However, there are strong indications that Looking at the current pressure on inflation rate, the Monetary Policy Committee will take steps to reduce the policy rate. We also understand that issues about the Ghana City, Ghana fiscal situation and inflation rate dynamics will dominate the three-day meeting. And that is a business text report. Now, the National Lottery Authority says it is in the process of enhancing its compliance mechanism to include an advisory unit to help lottery winners in the best ways to invest their funds. This is part of moves by the authority to give opportunity to their clients to benefit from the game. Director General of the Authority, Samir Wuku, was speaking to Joy Business of launching a third-party platform known as Mega Six Lotto. 
and advise you below where people even get to win. Some of them don't even know how to spend their money. And the very day that they get to win a fortune, that's the day that they get to call everybody on their contact list. The next day, then reality sets in eyes clear. We want them to be able to use it for something entrepreneurial, something to also help turn their lives around, and something that they can also invest in. And we believe that that is what you can use as a, as a telling example of what lottery uh, and qua lottery can also do. So, yes, you are right. Our mechanism, our, our compliance mechanism, now we are going to be very firm and tough on Director General of the National Lottery Authority, Samuel, could let's turn our attention to the stock market and Axis Bank was the only loser at the end of trading on the Ghana Stock Exchange. The share price went down by five pesos and is now worth three Ghana cities, 30 pesos. And that's all for Business on News Night. Back to you, Evans. Uh, George, thank you very much. And tonight on uh, PM Express, I'm looking forward to a conversation about um, the new faces in the NPP chasing a parliamentary dream. And some of them really make for some very interesting, interesting. conversation. Is it uh, uh, Marco Crico Mante? Oh, yes, Marco Crico Mante. <laughs> Our own Mark. <laughs> yes. And then Jefferson Saki, oh. who also used to work here, yeah. our colleague. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to having a conversation with them. Akosia. Uh, Asan Minu also mm. is also seeking to go as a MPP parliamentary aspirant at the Denton constituency, a constituency yeah. I used to live in. He's mm. uh, a deputy CEO of the National Youth Authority, uh, will be our guest yeah. as well. Uh, Jefferson Saki, you know him. Uh, he is uh, hoping that the delegates will give him the nod for Ablikuma Central. He's a deputy director of communications at the Jubilee House. Yeah. And then, of course, Mark and his boss as well. Um, that is uh, Eugene. Eugene. He's yeah. also contesting in the, in the Wutu thereabout. Mm. So there, there's a there's a lot of competition, and this is for the orphan constituencies. So they've picked forms already to contest, and some of them. I haven't heard speak mm, politically mm, on issues, mm. particularly Jefferson Saki. I don't know him to be. Will there be any political so uh, scientists? Because I also want to get the dynamics when it comes to how the eight-year cycle plays out when it comes to uh, members of parliament. You know that well. At the presidential level, there could be a change often, but what happens to the parliamentary seats when it comes to the eight-year cycle? Do we have a situation where the opposition get more seats and the ruling party? Loses out, or well, well, the eight-year cycle tells us that the incumbent party loses ground yeah. in parliament. You okay. lose ground generally in the national elections, presidential, but in parliament also you lose ground. Okay, um, so if that's anything to go by, history tells us that. Mm. So you're expecting uh, that to repeat itself in 2025, of course. But the MPP believes they can break the eight. Mm -hmm. um, they talk about breaking the eight. How that reflects in the parliamentary numbers yeah. we don't know uh, yeah. but uh, the history is uh, is pretty adequate in terms of analyzing what happens mm. going forward but this is a conversation It'll i'm looking forward to yeah. looking uh, forward and to it's that. a question i need to ask them whether <laughs> this <laughs> historical challenge that they will have to confront is one that uh, poses a, a significant daunting prospect for them when they think about the all the energy the time yeah. the money they'll be spending to mm. campaign and then you have to confront this history, which nobody had managed mm. to undo before mm. uh, since 1992. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a big one. Let, let's talk to them. Looking forward let's to talk that to them well tonight and, and, yeah. and get your perspective on this. George, thank you very thank much. You. It's all live. Your news night is on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, in the month of June alone this year, flooding in Ashanti Regional Capital, Kumasi, has claimed 10 lives. The Ghana National Fire Service rescued at least 280 people 
from floods in the Kumasi metropolis last month. Now, most victims in flood-prone areas were trapped in their homes after heavy rains. Nana Bwache Yadam has more in today's episode of our Floods of, sea, floods of Trauma series. In the Ashanti region, Ohim, Sewa, Ebuakwa and Sinemaso, Tafo in Shayaso, Hiyawubisiyansi and Sapase are among flood-prone communities. Residents experience heavy flooding anytime there is a downpour. The flood breaks down walls and inundates homes. When it rains, you will regret. When the place gets flooded, we run away from our homes. It's not like that, but we don't know what is what is the cause of the water this time around. It will be flowing. Before you realize, it will come back to this particular area. In fact, it's a problem to us over here. We need help. According to the fire service, 280 victims of flood were rescued in June alone. Regional Communications Director DO3 Peter Ade says some victims are trapped in their homes and others from the outskirts. That happened in Tafu, Shiaesu, Bisiasi, Sepasi, and many other places. Peter Ade says the fire service remains on standby to rescue victims as the rains come down heavily. If you are trapped in any flood situation, the best institution to call is fire service to come in to rescue you. For Joy News, Nana Bwache Dankwa Yadom, Kumase. And my name is Evans Mensah, live here in the studios of Joy 99.7 FM. Bow is here with sports. Yeah, events. So well, let's start with the Black Queens. And uh, today they completed a 7 0 aggregate victory over Guinea. The first round of qualifiers for the 2024 Olympic Games to be held in Paris. Now, the Queens, who are looking to return to the Olympic Games for the first time since 2007, secured a 3 0 victory in the first leg on Friday in Conakry, Guinea. And uh, earlier today, completed a double with an emphatic 4 0 win at the Craspore Stadium. Now, Evelyn Bedou scored twice with Prisla Adubia and Fridaus Yakubu also finding the back of the net for the senior women's national team. Uh, they will now play Benin in the next round of qualifiers. And that's a team they defeated three goals to nil in a friendly just a few months ago. So we are rooting for the Black Queens to try and uh, qualify for the Olympic Games after the men missed out after uh, being unable to make it to the semi-finals of the under-23 tournament. Now, let's talk about the Black Stars also now, uh, because the Ghana Football Association has confirmed a friendly with Mexico during the October international window. Now, a statement from the association said it has signed a contract with the Mexican Football Association for the game with the 2023 CONCACAF Gold Champions to be played in the United States of America as part of the 20th anniversary of the Mexico Tour. Now, the game will be played on Saturday, October 14, 2023, at a venue yet to be decided in the United States. And of course, this. Um, after this game on the 14th of October, the Black Stars, having already secured a friendly against the United States of America, will then play the USA on the 17th of October to end the break. So two crucial games for the Black Stars in the month of October during the international window. 14th against Mexico, then 17th against the USA. Two countries will be hosting the next edition of the World Cup. And these games are intended to help the Black Stars prepare for the 2023 African Cup of Nations and the 2026 qualifiers that they will be starting in November. Now, let's do some transfers and to Manchester United. And uh, even this is good news because I'm Manchester listening, United listening, have agreed oh, a £47 million pounds deal for Inter Milan goalkeeper Andre, Andre Onana. Onana. Yeah, finally. Onana. Finally. And tell you what, last night I spent about one 
hour. I probably should mm. be sleeping. I got home after 12 and I'm sitting down watching clips of Onana do his thing. Uh, I think he's more player. of a baller than yeah. a keeper. <laughs> he's really good. Really, There's really a guy good. Who, who plays almost close to the, the, the midfield. Yeah, yeah. When he has the ball. And his dribbles are amazing. Amazing. He's, he's got some serious confidence whenever he has the ball. And he explains why Manchester United decided to let go there. 47. Yeah, 47 million Good pounds. Good deal. So they'll pay 43.8 million pounds up front with the remaining 3.4 million to be paid based oh, on some be target. Just so, just bring yeah, it's a good, good, one, good one there. So he will join on a five-year contract with an option for a Sith. And maybe this will not interest to you but it's just on some interesting understanding your former player johnny evans you, you remember him yes. right yeah he has returned to the club on a short-term deal yeah. which club uh, manchester united he's as returned to manchester united. no as a player on a very short-term deal but uh the deal johnny is just evans johnny evans, johnny evans. Sure you're, you're, oh yes this is this, this what's the source of this <laughs> this is on the website of the bbc also you can find it on my jaw lines there so oh, you join the club on a very short-term deal he's not going to be like playing one month yeah, short term, like one month, two months. Uh, uh, at the moment, he's training with the under twenty one side. Uh, he okay, spent some time with the senior team. He will be in the senior team squad when they play Lyon and Wrexham on Wednesday, and I think on Saturday when they play Wrexham. Oh, you know uh, that actually possibly may indicate that mm. Harry Maguire is leaving. Yeah, possibly. It looks, it looks like he might go. West Ham are seriously interested. His wages are the, the issue. Cap- as well. Yeah, you've done that. You've done that. And he said he's extremely disappointed with you for doing that. Nice and uh, well, I'm going to leave you with Marcus Rashford. Extended his contract, five year contract going to be on some £300,000 a week contract for Marcus Rashford. Big money is going to be there for the next five years at Manchester United. So good news for them. Chelsea is still mm. chasing Moises. Caicedo, £70 million have been rejected by Brighton over and Abion. And Chelsea are looking to increase their offer and ensure they get their man. That's it for sports. Brought to you by Pepsi and Herbo and Chaco. President every small matters. Sweetest bulletin in a long time. Find more Manchester United stories for me tomorrow, uh, please. And as Ms. Bao there with the latest from the world of sports and a few of your messages on our WhatsApp console. This from NS in Taifai says, Evans, I'm writing you this letter to caution all MPP presidential hopefuls to refrain from attacking each other. Intra-party elections should not give birth to animosity. We need everybody to rally behind the winner. Dr. Baumia is my preferred candidate because his signal is highly strong. And uh, this one from Nane Kwamwa in the central region, Ablikuma uh, Central, rather. He says, I'm, I'm really struggling to understand the justification that Hassan Suhini is giving when he knew that cases uh, head in the before the committee will be brought to the plenary for debate and he could not wait but run to the media. And uh, Philip in Keta says, uh, Nanado and his Attorney General, they're simply wasting your time on Honorable James Quayson. And a final one here uh, says, uh, this is from Kutuka Courage in Sadangonga. It says, what are or at all uh, did MPP and the Supreme Court want from James Jachi Quayson? A few of your comments there on the stories you've heard so far. Now, the uh, Minister for Food and Agriculture, Dr. Brian Champon, says government has paid 50% of the debt owed suppliers of the, of the buffer stock company. Then according to him, the buffer stock company owes the food suppliers uh, even more money now, 203 million Ghana cities uh, since 2022. And that 50% will be paid in due course. Listen to him brief Parliament today. Oh, Mr. Speaker, uh, currently, um, buffer stock owes the suppliers 
or 203 million Ghana cities. The speaker, since 2017, um, Buffer Stock has done big business with the suppliers to the tune of 2.7 billion Ghana CDs. In 2017, it was 81.1 million. 2018, 296 million. 2019, 441 million. 2020, 467 million. 2021, 692 million. 2022, 726 million. With the speaker, Buffer Stock has made payments in respect of 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021 in full. With the speaker, in 2022, of the 726,617,881 Ghana CDs, 500 million CDs has been paid to the suppliers. We still owe suppliers a little north of 503, 203 million Ghana CDs. Such relief, Mr. Speaker, we've sent to finance, and uh, last week we received 100, and, um, 100 million, which is 50% of what is due the suppliers. Uh, we have transferred same through the processes to buffer stock. We're hoping that, uh, Mr. Speaker, by the midweek this week, that 50% will be sent to suppliers. Well, let's uh, check with the food uh, suppliers themselves now. The spokesperson for the association, Koko Amedume, joins us on the line. Can you confirm if any of your members have started receiving the funds yet and happy with what you heard uh, from the minister today? Hello. Ms. Ahmed, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you confirm if any of your members have started receiving the funds and happy with what you heard from the minister today? Um, I don't know if I got you correct. Um, a good evening, good evening to your, your listeners. I don't know if I got you correct. Are you asking if you got our money? To yes. Can you confirm if any of the members have received it? No, no. We are told. Uh, we are told tomorrow. Okay, no, so you expect Hello, to receive this tomorrow. And happy with what you heard, though, from the speak from the uh, minister today. Um, we, we we've been given promises, and we just take them as one of those promises. We take it as one of those promises. Because uh, um, those figures have been um, uh, displayed or bandied around. Uh, we also have our figures. Uh, we thought that even if the government decides to pay us half of the money, there should be some discussions with the suppliers. Because this money has been long overdue and the money has accrued interest. There's a lot of pressure and they are spending so much to even recoup their money. So, so the hundred, hundred million, yeah, hundred million, it's it's money, but will not do um, what we are asking. Will not be able to solve our problem for us. Okay, uh, Mr. Medume, thank you very much. It speaks for the uh, food supplies. They've been supplying food to the buffer stock company. Uh, just before we go today, uh, before the public accounts committee, did match that the University of Ghana. Uh, has some 1 million CDs still locked up with the NDK Financial Services. It came to light uh, during today's Public Accounts Committee sittings. The Director of Finance for the University, Benis Adugu, says the university is now uh, tracking down that money in an attempt to recover it. Well, details of that and more on myjoyonline.com.
And that's it for news tonight. Tonight, enjoy the rest of your evening. Some soothing music right up to me.